the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. And, you know, it's just such a blast. It's just such an honor to be with you today. I want to talk to you a little bit about where I have been and what I've been doing and what the Lord's been revealing to me. And it's very exciting. Uh, this last week, I actually got the blessing of going to Hawaii and bringing my family with me and um, some other very important, important people. Uh, one was an employee working for E.C.O.L.A., and well, actually, two of them work for E.C.O.L.A., and so they got to come too. And the reason was is because we want to build uh, a strong foundation, and so we can move forward and build this company, E.C.O.L.A. And it starts with uh, education, love, respect, honor, and uh, knowing that we have this huge responsibility on on our shoulders. We want to do the right thing. And sometimes we just need to learn what the right thing is. And sometimes that means just being still and praying and listening to the Lord. So um, we did this. And there is so much information that was poured into us. Um, Every seat was prayed over. um, Every speaker was prayed up. And the messages had a a thread that was going through all of them. And and basically is our personal relationship is so important to our Heavenly Father and so important to the success and significance of each and every one of our lives that we were created for a specific purpose. And we need to fulfill that purpose. And the only way we can do that, really, to do it efficiently and well is to understand the Lord's love, His grace, And be uh, ready and prepared with the word to know exactly, uh, like I pray, I pray for, um, for my heart to be his heart, for me to see with his eyes, for my words to be his words, for me to hear with his ears, because I want to be more in tune to the people that the Lord's placed in my care. And each of us have people that are looking at us as leaders or people of mentorship. Um, And so when I went to this seminar, huge number of people, and we didn't have to wear masks. Last year, I've been going to the seminar for years and years. The kids have grown up with it, both Tyson and Tiana. We have grown up with this uh, conference, and I don't believe I would have been in the position I've been in if it hadn't been for the teachings that I learned from this seminar. So to me, it's very important that anybody listening, if you want to know more about that, I will definitely share that with you. Uh, I'd love to see every single person that's listening to the show there. And because there's no way if you open yourself up to receive what the Lord has for you, there would be no way for you to go to the seminar and not come back a different and new and better and renewed person. No way you could do that. Um, Because he's just so available and ready and his presence is so known there that it's great. 
So one of the scriptures that comes to mind regarding this is whatever is true, think about such things and the God of peace will be with you. I need peace. How about you? I need peace. Whatever is true. Think about such things. That's Philippians 4, 8. And you know what's interesting about that is that I've been lacking peace. Even though I know I'm victorious, I'm still going through the battle. And I know some of you out there are facing that. Some of you are in the prime of your life or you're, you're on the top of the hill and everything's looking rosy right now. But a, a big majority of the people are where I am. And where that is is, you know, we just went through two and a half years of masks and not being able to do what we normally are able to do, not go to the store and not be where we want to be and want to hug and, and hold those people that are dear to us and, you know, all those things. And it, it does have an effect. Whether we fight it or not, we know there is an effect that happens from all of this. And I'm so happy that I got to be on a plane without a mask, that I could smile at the flight attendants, that I could be present. During the flying, uh, during COVID, I realized I was sitting in that seat, two people like arm in arm, and I didn't say one word to either person on either side. So people sat next to me for hours, and I had no idea any bit of their story of where they've come from and where they're going and where the Lord has brought them and, you know, or for me to share my story, to inspire, encourage them. I know some of you have had to travel or you've been in positions like this where you weren't yourself. It's like we couldn't be ourselves. I'm a very social person. I love to talk and I love to listen, but I wasn't able to do that. And I know some of you listening right now can relate. It's just a different time. So now here we are. And at COLA, what I'm realizing is I kept saying to my staff, we'll get through this. We're going to get through this together. We're going to get through this together. And we had to pivot. People didn't, and customers didn't want us in their home. They were afraid of getting sick. I didn't want my employees to go to the home because I didn't want them sick. And then we had other issues. There was just so many issues, people having to stay home because they, a family member was sick. So then we lost our call center. All the moms had to stay home with their kids because there was no school. It just, it just snowballed and a ripple effect and domino effect. It was crazy. But we got through it, as so many of you did. And E. cola hit an all-time high. In the, in, the, in the time when we were struggling, we were short-staffed. But we hit all-time highs. And I was so thankful. Thank you, Jesus, for that. During this time, we learned what we needed, what we had, and we used what we had. That's what Moses did. He had a staff. He used his staff. That's what we're called to do in management is you use what you have. Be resourceful. Be connected. Ask the right questions. Listen carefully. So now I'm, I'm at this impasse, which I know a lot of companies are, ministries are, and maybe you are just individually, where we're assessing, where are we right now? I mean, where's the foundation? Where's the stability in everything that we're hearing on the news right now? I kept saying, let's just get through COVID and we'll be better because, you know, we'll get to the other side. Well, there's a whole nether side. There's a whole nether type of COVID that's now this increase in the marketplace where everybody is wanting more and uh, companies are having to pay more and customers are having to pay more for the services. Paying $6 or $6.50 for gas? I have 56 trucks on the road. So our, in, our prices have to increase in order for me to pay my people the increased price and pay and compensation that they need because they need to, to live too. 
So this is a, a, it just has this domino effect where, you know, we didn't have vehicles. We couldn't get new vehicles. And then we paid as much for a new as buying a used. And I mean, I could go on for a long time, but you all know, we've all lived this together, haven't we? And there's been so much disunity and, and hate going on in this world. And God wants love, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. Where's the love in all of this? So I'm having to reassess, and maybe you are too. We have to reassess with my employees. I have to reassess. And then I need to, after I reassess where we are, where we're going, where they're going, where they are, where they're going, then I have to reassure them that you're in the right place and we're going to do this together. And then after that happens, we have to re-engage and the engagement is going to be different than it was before. Okay. We're in a new world right now. And you know, they, they are, the news is saying the worst hasn't come yet. We've got the recession supposedly. Okay. Are we ready for that? What's your plan A? And if that, what else could happen? And what's your plan B? And what's your plan C? United Airlines, when COVID hit, they had plan A, plan B, plan C. And United came out on ahead more than Southwest. They had a lot of cancellations. They opened up more ports. But they had a lot of cancellations because they didn't have the airplanes. They didn't have the pilots. They didn't have the mechanics that could take the extra load. I love Southwest. I love flying Southwest. I know how to play the game and I play it well. But they weren't ready. They didn't have an A, B, and C. United did. And they, they, they weathered the storm better because they had a plan A and a plan B, plan C. Listener, what is your plan A? What is your plan B? And what is your plan C? Are you reassessing? Are you reassuring? And you're, are you reengaging? Whether it's in your family, in your expanded family, whether it's in employment realm, ministry realm, wherever you are, we all have gone through what we've just gone through. And everybody is not stable yet. Realize that. So what does everybody need when we're unstable? We need to get stable. And how does a person do that? When you don't know what to do, what do you do? Have you caught your heart twirling, desperate for reassurance lately? Today, spend a few minutes letting these truths fill your mind and seep into those desperate places of your heart. The Lord your God is with you. The mighty warrior warrior who saves, he will take great delight in you, in his love. He will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. I pray that you may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. He cares for you. First Peter 5, 7. If you don't believe me, go there. Read it. Read it for yourself. Cast all your anxiety on him because he, the Lord, cares for you. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. That's Jeremiah 31. I pray these truths flood your heart with peace like they do mine. Peace that gives you permission to stop twirling and start to live like you are loved. Do you feel loved right now? You might be in a relationship that there's a lack of this. You might be in a partnership. You might be in a uh, company where you're not feeling the love. 
understand that the Lord loves you and you are loved and you are special deeply, abundantly, and without end. Dear Lord, may your spirit fall fresh upon each of us today. Remind us, reassure us, rest upon us. Help us to be still and know that you are our loving God. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember this, whatever is true, think about such things, and the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 8. I love this. When I was at this conference in Hawaii, I was fed so much from different speakers and they would, everyone came from a different perspective. And sometimes we need to just take off the glasses we're wearing. And even though they feel like they're just supposed to be there all the time, if we take off those and put on a different color of sunglass, then we're going to see things differently. And I pray that each and every one of you Ask the Lord to just reveal to you what he wants you to see through his eyes. Because we are seeing things through our eyes, and we've had these eyes for a long time. And sometimes that perspective or that belief system could be scarred or marred or needs to be replaced. And how do we do that? Well, I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been praying first. That's number one. And something that was told to me by a pastor, Pastor Marco, he said to me, he says, count your blessings when you're in the world of battle and you can't see, you don't know what's ahead. Count your blessings so you know what God has done. Count your blessings so you know what God has done. And I am going, he actually told me, he said, write them down, write them down and look at them. And I don't know about you because you know, sometimes we get so caught up problem solving. We get so caught up in things that are not going right. And we're so focused on making those things right, trying to figure out how to maneuver and manipulate or whatever we need to do to make things work better. Boy, am I speaking my language right now. But what I need to do is say, no, I need to focus on the good report. I need to focus on what's working. I need to look for where the employees are doing good things. And reward or acknowledge them. I know I'm in a problem-solving world because we're in a position of solving problems. We are problem solvers. But sometimes we need to look for the good. Let's look for the good report. I started this. Whatever is true, think about such things. Reconsider. Reconsider. That's another R-E, like a reword. Okay. We need to reconsider. And if it does evil in my sight and does not obey me, then I will reconsider the good I had intended to do for that. So what does that mean exactly? We need to reconsider. Maybe we're going down the wrong path, thinking it might be the right path. We need to reassess, reconsider, reengage, reassure. As Christians, self-assessment becomes an increasingly important part of our faith as we grow and mature spiritually. Just as periodic checkups with doctors and dentists help us take care of our physical health, regular reflection on how we're performing in accordance with our faith and what steps we need to take to remedy any areas of weakness helps us become stronger spiritually. It also enables us to tackle problems before they become out of control. 
God encourages us to look inward in order to identify areas of weakness so that we can address them. Over this time period, I had family members, and I really, my heart was so, I thought, in the right place. I um, financially helped them get to this conference because I felt that this conference was such a benefit to me over these years. I, I, I got so much out of it that helped me become who I am. Have I arrived? Is God done with me yet? No, thank God he's not done with me or you yet. We're still in a work in progress. And I give myself grace on that and I give others grace on that. But during this time, my heart was in the right place. I paid money and sacrificed finances to get people where I felt they needed to be. But then they chose not to partake all the time. They didn't totally envelope. They didn't get in it to receive what was there for them. And I had to back up and back out and say, I did my part. And even though I was frustrated because I knew it was the best thing for them, they didn't know that. And I have to let the Lord work. I can't control. I can only do what I can do. And I had to let go. And it was difficult for me to do that. And then there's those that are so thankful, so appreciative for the ability or the honor, or the blessings to be in the presence. And I just, my heart was saddened, but I know that I did what I could to, to help. And that's all, sometimes that's all we can do, is do what we can do. And then we have to let it go or let, let off and let God just work in his timing. Because not all of us are in the same place. We're all coming from a different place and a different time, different perspective. I just want to let everybody know, if you're just tuning in now, I want you to know this is the Sue Free Show. And I'm so thankful to be here. And I really want you to understand that uh, there is a website that you can go to. It's called Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And this website has been, there's been a lot of time and effort put into it. And there you can go and you can get 13 years of podcasts. And there's been such a level of increase in the messages that have been given. I mean, I go back and I listen to early on messages when I'm learning how to prepare, present, um, uh, I don't know, just kind of hear from the Lord and be guided by the Holy Spirit. And I, I just, when I listen to the early ones and I see where I've come, it's amazing because sometimes we just don't realize where we are and how far we've come. And so when we go back to reassess and then reassure and then re-engage, um, when we do that assessment, it's amazing because we can really feel um, the presence of the Lord and accomplishment in the journey. At least I hope so for everybody. I'm hoping we're striving for better. Um, that's a good thing to be striving for better each day. Um, I know I am, and I and I pray for that for my employees because I want to encourage them to build up and to learn and to be more. And books, audio books, uh, speakers, reading, just just anything they can do to better them. We have CEU credits that we uh, offer so that they can get their licenses, keep them renewed. And it's just an important thing to do. We've, we've got to stay up on our skills of being those licensed killers and problem solvers. And that's what we do. But the important message for me right now is just assessing where we are. 
I want you to really take the time personally in your business, in your ministry. I have business leaders listening to the show. I have ministry people listening to the show. And then I have others that are just trying to navigate, trying to get through today, just trying to figure it out. And this show is for all of those people, for you. It's for you. The Lord has a message for you, and it's up to you. It's a choice you make whether you're going to receive the full-on message and to receive it and get it in your heart. You have to be open. Sometimes we can be so closed because we're protective. We're protecting. But until we actually open up, be vulnerable, be transparent, and ask to receive what God has for us, he's a gentleman. He's not going to come down and pound you. He's not going to come because he's laid it out. And it's up to each one of us to choose or not to choose. And how deep do you want to go? How much of a relationship do you want to have with your spouse? How much do you want to have with your children? And how much of that is God involved with? How much of a relationship do you want to have with your Heavenly Father? All of this is so important. These are questions I've asked when I'm counting my blessings. My family is a big blessing. The Lord's relationship, the relationship I have with my Heavenly Father is probably the biggest blessing. Having that personal relationship, being able to have a direct line, not to have to go into a booth somewhere and tell someone else about what's happening. I go directly to Jesus because anyone who comes to the Father comes through me. That's what Jesus told us in the red writing in the Bible. It says, Jesus, you come to God through Jesus. So Jesus is the answer. And so I can go to him anytime. He doesn't sleep. He's, he's awake all the time. And I'm so thankful to have that relationship. And I'm really praying that you have that or will have that or choose that now uh, to have that relationship with our Heavenly Father because it's, it's the best. It is absolutely the best. And he has so much in store for each and every one of us. It's whether we want to be open to what he has and ask him to reveal it to us and have ears to hear, his ears to hear, to have eyes to see like he sees. When you see a person... Are you really knowing how their day went? Are you feeling their emotion? Are you feeling the spirit? Is God telling you to say something? And are you being obedient in that when God tells you to do something? I've been places where God will tell me to give a hundred dollars, you know, give that person a hundred dollars. I'm not saying that to get an applause or anything. I'm just saying that God will talk to me and tell me that, or there'll be an offering. And I'm asking the Lord, how much do I give? Lord, how much do you want me to give? And he'll give me a number or the person next to me will say, I think we should do this. And then I'm going, oh my goodness, we're in, that's confirmation. And it's a wonderful thing. So be a blessing and, um, you know, do your reassessment. And we will be back with part two right after this brief break. God bless you. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. Hey there, cutie. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. 
New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS, termitelady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma, revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, Learning to Breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. And there's other people that want to sponsor this show, and I'm in contact with them and discussing it with them. And I love Ecola sponsoring the show. I really do. Um, but I'm willing to share it. Uh, I want to help other people, companies that are considering going on the radio and advertising, and I want to give them a way to do it that might be a little less expensive, but I have a very large audience of listeners. Thank you, listeners. And uh, thank you, San Diegans, Venturians, Orange Countyans, LAans. I hope I'm saying all this right, and Santa Marians, and all the way up to San Luis Obispo. Thank you so much for listening to the Sue Free Show, and uh, just thank you so much, and connect with me by going to Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Connect with me please connect with me so part two and we're just going to continue on where we left off on part one and here are eight bible verses which emphasizes the importance of examining ourselves because we're talking about examining assessing because we're in that part and if you didn't hear part one um i we can start right here and just do a a a quick summary is that um i just feel the lord is just calling each and every one of us to reassess ourselves our foundation, like where we're at, to reassure those that we're close to and reassure ourselves, you know, that after we reassess that we're in the right place, we're at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing, and then re-engage, get engaged into what your purpose is and move forward in that, whatever that is. What are you passionate about? Go towards that because God's placed that passion, that fire in your heart, in your soul. So don't let that get squilched out, okay, because it's there for a reason. He created each and every one of us for a specific purpose. And we don't want to be lost in this life. This is no dress rehearsal. This is all we have here on this earth. You realize that. So let's not mess around. Let's not, let's not play. I mean, we can play and let's have fun, but let's get serious about what we're doing here. And I don't know about you, but I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference in this world. I want to make a difference in your life. You're listening to me right now on the Sue Free Show, and I want there to be a difference in your life, not because of me, just because I'm the open vessel to be used for the Lord's glory, for his grace to be sufficient in your life. I want you to understand his love 
faith, hope, and love. Greatest of these is love. So examining ourselves, here's eight Bible verses, second Corinthians 13, five, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. Is Jesus in you? Do you know what you need to do if you want him in there and he doesn't seem to be in there? Just ask him. Raise your hands, look up to heaven, and ask the Lord Jesus to come down and be in your life, that you want to be born again, that you are a believer that you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and resurrected on the third day. He's alive. He's a well. His word is true today, tomorrow, and forever. Galatians 5, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And look that one up, underline it in your Bible, Galatians 5, 23. When you're doing this examining of yourselves, ask yourself, do you have a spirit of love? Do you have a spirit of joy? Do you have a spirit of peace? I was lacking peace. Even though I knew I was victorious in Jesus name, that the battle's been fought, the battle's been won, that the devil is, is destroyed. He has no place in our lives. In Jesus name, he is rebuked. I still am going through battles. I know I'm victorious, but I'm still going through the fight. And is it easy? No, it's not easy. Will I be better when I get to the other side? Yes, I will. And so will you. That's the encouraging word is that it's not that we don't have troubles and tribulations. It's where are we finding our faith and our hope and our love? How about gentleness? Are you gentle? Are you self-controlled? Good questions. Where is your weakness? Where, where is the one that the assessment, you know, it's hard to take all of them and say, oh, I just need help in all of them. Yeah, okay. But pick one. <laughs> just pick one, work on one. Let's just start there. It's like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You cannot take on an entire elephant. You can only eat an elephant one bite at a time. So let's start with one. James 1, 22, 24. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Uh huh. Yeah. What speaks louder? Have you heard this? Actions or words? What speaks louder? I mean, people can tell me things all day long, but show me. Don't tell me. Show me. How about you? I mean, I like having words of affirmation and all those things. They're great. I do. I love that. And I am an encourager and I do do affirming words for people because I think it's important that we speak over them what we want them to be or have. You speak that. You don't speak the negative. You speak the positive. Speak what you want, not what you have. Speak what you want. Speak words of affirmation and encouragement into your children. Build them up. Build them up. Don't tear them down. I was raised with a father who tore me down all the time. His words were, I I just never felt like I was anything or worthy of anything. I felt so little in his presence. So when I got to be a grown up, I decided I wasn't little anymore. So I decided to have a voice and say, no, uh uh-uh, that's not truth. I'm not receiving that because that's not truth. My heavenly father says something different than you're saying right now. 
And maybe that's you right now. Maybe you need to have that boundary, that healthy boundary to not receive those words that are not truth. It's not what God says. And you need to listen to God. He's the true, true word. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I'm going to stop right there and tell you that on my Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com, when you go there, there are two tiles that you can push on. One is it costs because you're going to, you would uh, record your own voice because your soul hears your voice better than anyone else's voice. And you would speak the I am's and the I am's I have three pages uh, of them where if you read them every day, it would change your life because you would be getting the good words the good messages, what God says about you and who you are. Like you're an ambassador to Christ. Did you know that? Say that. I am an ambassador to Christ. Doesn't that sound amazingly important to be ambassador to Christ? I mean, I think that's amazing. And if that's me, I have to live up to that. What does that mean about my daily walk? I have to live up to be an ambassador to Christ? What does that look like? Go to my website, Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Go there and push the button. There, the one is the one that, that costs you. It's well worth the cost. But the second one is free, I believe. And, and it's the IMs that you can print out. You'll have to pay for the ink and the paper. But you can read those every day, morning and night. When you wake up in the morning, count your blessings. When you go to sleep at night, read your IMs, count your blessings. And it will transform you by the renewing of your mind. Stop listening to the voices in your head. Stop listening to the people that are not building you up. Stop listening to them. Listen to what the Lord says about you because you are an amazing, amazing child of God. First Corinthians eleven twenty eight twenty nine. 29. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. Um, I've read this when it's talking about communion. Uh, you know, when you're going to receive God's body and blood, he says to examine ourselves. Lamentations 340, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. Psalm 119, 59, 60, I've considered my ways and have turned my steps to your statutes, the Lord's statutes. I will hasten and do not delay to obey your commands. Matthew 7, 3, 5, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? This has been, this scripture has been coming to me a lot because I feel like I am looking outwardly at other people saying, well, you know, this and that. I'm just being real with you right now. Okay. I'm being very vulnerable and real. And I know that you can relate because we all do this, whether we want to, or we want to admit it. We all do this thinking, oh, gosh, when that person did, you know, being on an airplane and seeing the flight attendant talk to me after. Here's here's a funny story. I've got little baby in my hand. She's sleeping. I've got crying babies all around where I'm supposed to sit. I was in seat 12 against the window, had to climb over two men to get to my seat with the baby. Impossible. Then they had the cart that goes through the middle of the aisle and they were blocking me from getting to my seat. So I was sitting in a uh, non-obtrusive area, which there's few on an airplane, by the bathroom, watching people go in and out of the bathroom with the baby. Um, and uh, the, the flight attendant, she had just passed 
the area in which I could get past the cart to go to my seat. And she goes, um, you know, the seatbelt light is on. You need to be in your seat. And I'm like, I would love to get to my seat, but you have been in the path. I just, I got so upset with her and I thought, nope, not going to go there. I'm just going to thank you. And I just kind of walked to my seat and got where I needed to be. But I thought, wow, she didn't really assess the situation too well, because if she did, she'd realize I was helping her out by not asking her to move her cart so I could get to my seat. Anyway, long story short. Flying is so much fun. You have to be very flexible on flights. And people, you know, they're all different. Anyway, um, so are we, are we focused on the speck in the other person's eye and not looking at the log in our own eye? You know, sometimes, you know, when you point the finger at someone, what do they say? There's three fingers pointing back at you. Ow, right? Ow. And I have noticed something. And check yourself on this. When something irritates you about another person, Okay, like that person's talking louder or that person's, you know, whatever, whatever is irritating you. Do me a favor and do yourself a favor. Ask yourself, do you resemble that remark? I mean, do you do that? Because sometimes the things that irritate you with other people are things that you actually own yourself and you don't even know it. It's a great assessment to just ask yourself that question. Hmm. And that's that three fingers pointing back or the plank in your your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. I love it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get started on this. I have 10 minutes. What do I want to talk about? I think I'm going to read from this book and then I'll just uh, kind of wind up and do a summary and uh, yeah, and talk to you from my heart to yours, from the Lord's heart to my heart to your heart. Okay, so for today, here's what uh, Jesus is calling Sarah Young. I love this book. If you've never read this book, I recommend it highly. It was given to me by a really good friend that I miss right now. Um, and she's just wonderful. But anyway, um, here it goes. Bring me your mind for rest and renewal. Bring me your mind for rest and renewal. That's what I did this last week. Let me infuse my presence into your thoughts. As your mind stops racing, your body relaxes and you regain awareness of me. This awareness is vital to your spiritual well-being. It is your lifeline, spiritually speaking. There are actually more than four dimensions in this world where you live. In addition to the three dimensions of space and the one of time, there is a dimension of openness to my presence. This dimension transcends the others, giving you glimpses of heaven while you still reside on earth. This was part of my original design for mankind. Adam and Eve used to walk with me in the garden before their expulsion from Eden. I want you to walk with me in the garden of your heart, where I have taken up permanent residence. There's two scriptures that back this up. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid, they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. I think most of us understand the story of this. Um, Sin causes us to hide. It does. When we sin, it causes us to hide. And, And God doesn't want us to hide. Out of obedience comes blessings. Do you feel blessed? Are you being obedient? Blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, O Lord. That's Psalm 89. 
being at the seminar that I was at, it's uh, Dr. Increase, Bob Harrison, um, and I've been going to these seminars for over 20 years, 25 years. I'm thinking about my son's 39, you know, and I think he was like 5, 8, 10, something like that um, when we started going. And then we stopped going for a little while, and then we started going again, and then we stopped going again, and then I'm going again now. And uh, I, I'm really, really um, invested in this program and the people, the families, because I needed to get away. I need to learn how to be better. I need the Lord to, um, I need to hear him. I need to hear his voice. And during the seminar, there's different seating arrangements. And during this time, there were people that wanted me to sit uh, in their area. But I needed to sit in the front row. And I needed to sit in the front row. And I, I want you guys to capture what what the message for me for me was is that you know we we are uh we're working towards uh the rate you know run the race to win the prize for the goal and i know the lord has a mighty calling on sue freeze's life i know that he's got something big for me and i'm not sure what that is and i'm sure you know wherever you are in your life in your journey god has something planned for you you were created for a purpose i was too and being on the radio was not in my sight at all. And here I am 13 years in and going. And it's progressively, in my opinion, getting better. But I'm under attack more. And that's telling me that I'm doing something, that something mightily is happening or it's going to happen. And there's opposition. So I take heed to that. Okay. And I'm telling you this because I feel like you need to hear it. Because sometimes we don't understand in the spirit world. What's going on? The devil doesn't want us to succeed. The devil doesn't want us. He's there to steal, kill, and destroy. And it comes in a mighty fade. It's a fade. That song, Fade, is so good. Because he comes, it's mild. It's not roaring lion. It's mild. It's a mild thing. And so we want to know and be aware of it, but understand that the battle has been fought, the battle's been won, and we are victorious. But it doesn't mean that life is easy for believers. It doesn't mean that. And the more we sacrifice or the more we put in, the more opposition we're going to face. And we have to know for much is given, much is required. And I know that. And my heart and mind is, is that I, I need to do what I need to do in order for me to fulfill my obligation and purpose on this earth with my heavenly father. So in order to do that, I had friends, people with me that wanted me to sit in the back because they're, that's where they were sitting. And I chose not to, and I actually was walking towards the front, and the lady that was in charge says, I need you, I, I want you to sit in the front row. And I'm like, that lady told me to sit in the front row, and my son too, to sit in the front row. And I have been under huge, um, overwhelming um, stress, uh, just this overwhelming stress of so many things coming at me. More than I've ever had. I've lost clumps of hair out of my head. Um, I've just been going through a lot of stress. People say there's no peace with you. I don't, I don't sense peace. Well, if, you've go, if you're going through what I'm going through, you would understand what I'm going through. And then you would be able to understand what I'm going through. But not a lot of people. Not, there's not a lot of people that I know that are going through what I'm going through. And I'm not saying that what you're going through isn't a lot. I'm just saying that I'm going through things I've a lot. I mean, multiple battles being fought at the same time. And people say you can't fight a two-part war. But all that to be said is that I felt called to be in the front row, even though all of my people that I love and adore and just love uh, wanted me to be with them. 
But I needed to be with my Heavenly Father. I needed to be in front because I needed to take care of Sue Freeze. I needed to be not overwhelmed. I needed to get rest. I needed to be fed. And I needed to be sitting at the feet of my Heavenly Father in the front row so I could receive what God had for me. And at first I was feeling guilty about not appeasing or making everybody else happy. But what I realized is that if I don't, and this is for you, if I don't take care of me and have my spiritual walk and my spiritual life in check, if I don't get what I need from my Heavenly Father so I can endure and lead and and be what I need to be for the people that need me to be, then if I don't do that for me, I am not going to be in a position to be able to help the people that God wants me to help. And I hope you're hearing me because there's a message here for you too. This was a lesson that I learned is that there are going to be people in your life that are going to want you to, to, to sit back or, you know, not pursue what God has for you. And God is saying, no, I need you to say, I need to focus on God right now. You know, he says, love thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and body. Love thy neighbor as thyself. But if we don't love ourselves, how can we love others? We have to work on ourselves and get ourselves in check. So assessing ourselves, assessing where we are, getting you spiritually well is not only important for yourself, but it's for all the people that you're going to be able to be there for. You know, in an airplane, when you hear the message at the front and they're saying, you know, the things, the what, the air thing's going to come down and um, they tell you if you're with a baby, you need to put it on you first and then the baby. Because if you don't put it on you first and you put it on the baby, you're going to faint or be without oxygen and then you're not going to be available or uh, able to help the baby. So it's so obvious. But... Sometimes we just don't get it and we're trying to appease or make everybody happy and we can't. You're never going to make everybody happy, but we do need to take care of our temple. We need to take care of ourselves, what we hear, what we see, what we say. All of these things are so important to your temple and to be worshiping the Lord and being in, you know, in his presence to be still and know that he is God. It is so important that you take this time to pray first, as my little bracelet says, my little granddaughters, every time I go see them and I just love them. My little daughter learned how to, my little granddaughter learned how to swim uh, during this trip. And I was working with her, showing her how to put her, to close her mouth so she didn't get water in it and, you know, how to, how to paddle and, oh my gosh. And then she, she learned how to swim there. It was just so amazing. It was so awesome. I just loved it. Grandkids are the best. I have to tell you, I thought lo- I thought motherhood was wonderful, and it was, and it is. But grandkids, I mean, you know, grandparents used to always talk about it, and I go, yeah, 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 whatever. But you get there, and it's like, there's nothing like it. It's just the, me- the most amazing. And the most amazing part is when my daughter sees me do something with her, gran- her daughter, and she goes, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen you do that, but I do that with them all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Does that surprise you? So we just never know how much our children learn from us. I mean, you know, even things from infant, my daughter's saying, Oh my gosh, I do that with her. That's just so weird that I'm seeing you do that with her. Cause I haven't seen you do that with her. And then all of a sudden here you are doing that. Incredible. So my hope for you is that you reassess, reassure and re-engage. And I'm hoping that you ask yourself the questions on the, um, principles or the Bible verses that I read you know, to look at the speck, but look at the log. 
Okay. If you are realizing there's a speck, ask yourself if you've got the log. Okay. And if somebody irritates you, ask yourself, do you have that quality or not quality? The quality that you'd like to get rid of because it's not really a quality. If it irritates you, it's probably irritating other people. So uh, increase. Increase was an amazing thing. Uh, It takes time. It takes money to sacrifice to go away from your normal every day. Um, You know, sometimes we have to get out of what we're working on, whether it's ministry or it's business, because we're working in it. And sometimes we need to work on us and we need to work on the business. And sometimes getting away and coming back, we're new, we're refreshed. And, you know, just like Jesus went away, right? He went away in the desert 40 days because he needed to be renewed, needed to be restored and refreshed. And we all need that. Leaders, ministry people, just know that and take the time to do that for yourself. Take care of you first so you can take care of others. God bless you. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. Until next week, bye-bye. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 